This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. Hello and welcome to the Boiler Upload, Ledman and Casey show for now, filling in for the Clint and Casey show, because Clint's not here. Uh, had some schedule issues today where we had to do an emergency media session with uh, Painter and the team, because they are taking the bus up to Michigan tonight, Ledman. That seems weird. Why, did they say why? Well, the snow is coming tomorrow, so right. anytime leaving tomorrow, the snow would hit. Why they okay. chose a bus? Right. And- I'm assuming it's the same thing as here, where there's not really a bunch of flights that can fly into your school. Wasn't there some issue of, um, like, it's an unfair advantage for... Yeah, but that, I think, was was only for recruiting visits. Ah. Yeah, I think as far as the team flying in and out, it doesn't matter. But I they were... Yeah, I don't think Purdue is bringing recruits to Michigan. Rough. Yeah, but the, the issue with the airport was because right. there was no actual airline who flew into it anymore... You couldn't use it because then it was just for recruiting and the NCAA has right. stupid rules about everything. So yes. there you go. It, it could have been simple that it's if you're making uh, new arrangements to travel, it's a lot easier to get one bus yeah. than it is a yeah. uh, one plane. Yeah. In my experience, I always have to work harder to get my private jet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just makes sense because you got to get the pilot. You got to right. get the people to, you know, the maintenance. And at that point, it's a four hour drive. I've used half of it talking to people. So Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, obviously, this is Edgar Ledman of Hammer and Rails fame, the the new uh, leader dictator. Which 
co-manager with Drew. If Drew listens to this or sees this, and so I don't, less impressive. If I don't say co-manager, he will have me <laughs> murdered. So I have to say co. It sounds healthy, but uh, yeah, it's a good relationship we have going. Right. Um. So yeah, you're coming in to fill in for Clint today. We're going to talk a little bit of once again. Purdue is, by the way, eleven. Like the shirt. Hmm? Uh, I do hmm? like the shirt. Huh? I do like the shirt. I'm I, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing. Hold on, I'm wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers shirt, but it's also Star Wars. Ah, the Mando Lawsons. Don't not know why best. you went. Not no, not. <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm gonna let that go. That's fair. Um, yeah, so we're gonna talk about the number one ranking for Purdue. Uh, third time in program history. Second time this year. First time they've ever come back to it. Yep. Um, and then we're gonna talk about the Big Ten basketball scene vibe. Not good. Fart noise. Yeah. And then I have a mystery question for you at the end, something that I found out today, um, kind of to do with this shirt. Um, it's random. Okay. I don't think we've ever talked about, which is part of why I'm mad at you. Okay. All right. Good enough. That's fair. So, Lemon, Purdue's number one again. How's Heck it yeah, we are. <laughs> do, do we care more the second time? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's like, it's not that it's ever easy to be number one, but I feel no. like loneliest some say <laughs> it's the loneliest number yes. uh you know once you get there and then you get knocked off like mm-hmm. purdue has against rutgers both times they've been number one it it almost seems like it's harder to get back because right. then everybody else is nipping at your heels and you're not the media darling anymore right. you know the the ap voters are always looking for somebody new always looking for the new story uh, something to spin. And so if you can work your way back up after getting knocked down, I think it's pretty important. Yeah. It's especially with the way last season went. Um, yeah. Obviously produced undefeated, finally get that number one uh, ranking and then to just immediately lose it. And it, it, it did kind of take some of the varnish out the season where it felt like, you know, you guys got this ranking, but I'm not sure you ever really deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was and, almost like we got it by default. And right. then once we lost, everybody right. was like, I knew it. I, I knew yeah. it. And then we never really got back up there again. Which, you know, hits personal to home to, I think, most Purdue fans yeah. because that's yeah. the mindset already. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely good that the entire landscape of college basketball right now is just in shambles. Everyone's losing. Yeah. Except for Purdue and Alabama. Were you surprised that Alabama didn't take over? No. No, no I was that close. was I. It shouldn't have been, yeah. Because I'm not saying Alabama is not a good team. They they certainly are. I think they're deserving of number two. But when you looked at the previous week, Alabama received no first place votes. Purdue, I right. think, had three. So the two teams in front of Purdue obviously lost. Kansas lost twice, so you knew they were going down. Um, Houston lost the Temple unranked, so you knew they were going down too. It was just a matter of would the the voters give them a kind of a mulligan and keep right. them ahead of Purdue. Um, that was my only thought was maybe they would stay above Purdue, but I didn't think there was any chance that Alabama, a team who received no first place votes last week would jump up uh, Purdue who had received three. And right. I was right. I mean, every first place. Barely, vote, uh, yeah. But every first or second place vote went to Purdue or Alabama. Yeah. I don't think you can argue. Uh, I, I thought that's why maybe Purdue might've gotten uh, overtaken just because it was so clear that it was those two alone yeah. that I'm not sure a ton of thought was going to go into it. 
and it wouldn't just be, well, Alabama looks hot right now. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, pretty much the one negative you can say about Purdue is the Big Ten isn't that impressive. Right. Yeah, That's but I mean, Purdue also. SEC I mean, is not impressive. Right. But Purdue had a great non-conference. Right. So mm-hmm. you got to remember that as they go through these rankings. They can't just base it on, you know, they've played some bad teams in conference, which Purdue is obviously the Big Ten, a major conference. They you know, if the conference is down, you can't help that as a team in the conference. You can only play right. who is on your schedule. So, yeah, nineteen and one. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. a big boy record. Yeah, it is big best start record. in school history. So, I mean, were you surprised by that? That it was the best start in school mm-hmm. history? No, not at all. I mean, I've I've been I've been watching Purdue basketball, you know, since the Big Dog era, right? And I mean, there have been a lot of good teams, but. Purdue generally has a pretty tough non-conference schedule. Yeah. Um, so it didn't really surprise me that 19 and one is the best start. Um, I just always assume a team from like 1794, <laughs> went, uh, 23 and one taking on Marion four times. No, nope, nope. You know, Purdue basketball didn't start until 1896. No. That was close. 1896. Uh, the first game, do you know who the first game we played was? No. Chicago. The, Lafay- the Lafayette YMCA. <laughs> that's true that's true i looked it up the other day for a story and was like that is bizarre i want to know how that team got put together because i i i've been the purdue team or the lafayette, the y- lafayette ymca because i've been deserving just, i assume of... it was just the five guys who were there at the time they're like hey we're purdue uh right. we got next yeah because the ball. francis cordova correct team like i i need to be on that <laughs> who, who can we face <laughs> chicago state let's go yeah well, no, we could get University of Chicago, still technically a Big Ten member, ah, and then you could wait, go from what? there. Yeah, there's. I mean, they're still a member of the Big Ten academically, but they don't have they don't is compete this, athletically. This is real. Yeah, yeah. Never heard this. Yeah. Do people know this? I mean, I know this. I'm I think a, you're now dropping you're gonna, a truth bomb. Now you're making me Google it because I'm like I'm. I know <laughs> I'm right, but. I know I'm right, but uh, what does that mean to be athletically linked or uh, academically linked? Well, it's like so the gosh, you're you're gonna make me all the research institutions. They I would the, never have brought this up. <laughs> I know all the Big Ten uh, institutions they mm-hmm. share their research with one another, ah. um, so they still have that. But the University of Chicago left the Big Ten, in so they're on our Google Drive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They have the permissions to log into the big, uh, the big document dumps, but we broke up, but they're still on the Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We were like, "Eh, you know, we're already paying for the four screens. We might as well let them have one. Yeah. I'm glad we're not petty. Yeah. The breakup was amicable. It was fine. (laughs) Sure. So this, this leads perfectly into the conversation. What is happening with the big 10 this year? I have no idea. I have I mean, I, I can't remember a year where the big 10 has been this bad. Um, you you said it the other day um, to me, and I think you put it on Twitter as well. It's like after Purdue and maybe Rutgers right. at two. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's like from three to 11. I just really did my power just, rankings today. It's yeah. just like this. I mean, it's just, it doesn't matter. Put a name in and pull it out of a hat. And then the next week, it's probably going to be completely different because we've seen teams like Michigan go absolute right. uh, in the crapper and then come back. IU has gone, you know, way into the basement. And then in they three weeks, the last three games, yeah. uh, you know, Ohio State looked good and then lost what, four or five in a row. Illinois has they looked- lost to Minnesota at home yeah, at home yeah that was a bad game I watched the I watched the second half of that one and I was like what are they doing because yeah, Ohio State has so much more talent than Minnesota since of all by himself should probably yeah. like it should be a three-point game of just him and yeah if yeah. I'm his you, teammate. you know he's a freshman I don't know if you've ever watched a game with him <laughs> in it they tend to say that a hundred times every game in in their defense doesn't look like a freshman Physically, well, no. very no. gifted. Um, but yeah, it's just wild because I'm doing the power rankings today and it's so just arduous after the second spot. Yeah. I, I give it to Indiana for three just because by default almost. Yeah. I've yeah. Got well, Illinois, they're playing well right now. That's yeah. for sure. I've got Illinois at 11. They're not that far off. From three. And, <laughs> yeah. I Like at four, five, six, Illinois was considered. Yeah. I ended up dropping I mean, them in, all the way down. And Illinois like and Ohio State play today, right? I think that's right. Yeah. I was just watching Rutgers and uh, Penn State. It looked like Rutgers was handling. Yeah, I would. I would think. I would think Rutgers is going to win that one, but I believe Illinois and Ohio State play uh, today because it's it's one of those. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. Right. Uh, right now, Illinois is up by 12, 31 to forty three. Right. So too low. Yeah, I guess. It, it, it's to the point where so Purdue Purdue leads Ken Palm. They have the best offense and best defense in the conference. It, oh, it I is, thought you were about to say country. I was like, no, no, no. no they're no. they're fourth now nationally in offense and sixteenth up to sixteenth in defense. That okay. is the best mark in both in the conference. And past that, you are looking at programs that you're pretty much choosing. They are a one sided team. Which side do I like right. the most? Yeah, Iowa's offense is elite, fifth in the nation. Um, defense, not so much. No, Ohio State's offense is pretty good, but falling. Their defense isn't very good. A lot of teams, it's the opposite. Um, you know, Rutgers, elite defensive team, not a very good offensive team. Yeah. Um, outside the top 100 right now, I believe. So it's a whole lot of those, which kind of makes sense when you look at recruiting overall and looking into next year, the McDonald's All-American, I think two yeah, players are today. going to the Big Ten. So we're like the conference is not adding that top end talent. No, a um, lot of reasons for that. Obviously, um, I would. It's it's interesting because most the way we're losing recruits to overtime and professional and stuff like that kind of makes the big schools' jobs harder because there's not as many five stars to go around. Yeah, yeah, and so. I think Purdue is in a really good sweet spot when it comes to recruiting because those 
we weren't really in play for those anyway. Right. And so now they're just kind of getting the best of the four year guys and the, oh, you know, accidentally hit on Ivy who turns into a right, two year right. lottery yeah. pick. So it's working out for Purdue, but you're seeing teams like Michigan State, it's Xavier Booker, but overall there's not there's not the same amount of five stars to grab from. Yeah. And they well, seem and, to be I mean, really concentrated. Even with Xavier Booker going to Michigan State, granted, he's obviously very talented. I don't know if Izzo still has it in him, you know? <laughs> he's oh, we missed we I, I missed doing the podcast with you, buddy, because oh my <laughs> goodness. That I mean man whines. He's just he's not the same coach he was even five years ago. He's he's always been like an angry, grouchy kind of like brown vibes. Yeah, yeah. Very much like I've put in my time, (laughs) everyone should respect me. Right. Why aren't things going my way? I mean, his press conference after losing to Purdue, complaining about the officials was so whiny. Yes. You know, it's it's just and he does well, he have, said he wasn't whining, Ledman, so he yeah, wasn't yeah. whining. I love that. It's like that's like <laughs> no well, offense. Exactly. No offense. Or in, in Talladega Nights, all due respect, but I think you're yep. dumber than a piece. You know, it's like that's not you can't just say that and then say anything you want. That's not how that phrase really works. Uh it's just wild. Yeah. Um, but to your point earlier about you know the the Big Ten being you're either good at offense or you're good at defense. Right. Um, I know you're using Ken Palm. Somebody tagged us. Uh, the Hammer and Rails account, uh, CB, CBB Analytics um, on Twitter put out um, an XY axis, you know, with offensive rating on one. That's, a, that's uh, one of axis. those graph things. That is a graph, yes. Okay. Um, and Purdue, I mean, just in the complete upper right quadrant. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly where you want to be. I mean, yeah. top offense, top defense. And so it's it's very interesting to me to see it all kind of plotted out because you really do see like, I mean, Minnesota is so far down in the bottom left, mm-hmm. terrible offense, terrible defense. And, you know, you look at these these charts and you really are like, I mean, that that really is how the Big Ten is right now. Right. There's Purdue looks elite. Everyone else is good at like one thing. Right. And then there's a whole bunch of teams that are bad. And we know that March Madness success is based off being good at both. Yeah, And it's also a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you put so many, especially like so many defensive charge teams against offenses that struggle, it's just going to get even uglier when they play. Yeah. Because you're just going to grind everything out. And I, I think teams have done a good job doing that to Purdue lately. Maryland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's how yeah I mean, the won. second half of that Maryland game was an absolute rock fight. Right. Maryland was causing Purdue to take. 10 12 15 seconds to you know get, get across the timeline and then set up an offense yeah. and then suddenly what usually takes 20 seconds you've only got 15 and then you're you're hustling you're you're rushing things yep. then you make an errant pass and then you know suddenly Maryland's you know taking a fast break although they didn't convert many fast break no. points but they had a lot of opportunities yeah it was interesting i really did think Maryland had you know we talked about nebraska or in general, people have talked about how Nebraska's defense really solved something. I, Purdue had open looks against Nebraska, both games. Yeah. They just didn't make threes. There was not open looks for Purdue against Maryland. Those no. guards well, ran everything off, defended well, rotated behind it, and it, it Purdue looked tired. Yes, especially and, Braden Smith. Yeah. Braden Smith looked very tired. I don't know if he was sick or, or what, 
we got a lot of questions about that on Twitter, but um, I hadn't heard anything one way or the other. But th- the fact that Purdue only took 10 threes in the entire game was really indicative of what Maryland was doing to them on the perimeter. They yeah. just couldn't find any open looks. Yeah. Um, you know, especially they Purdue started two for three and then wound up two for 10. So it, it just tells you how, how well Maryland clamped down. Yeah. And I think the blueprint to, in theory, beat Purdue, which I don't want to phrase it that way because one team has beat Purdue. There's not a blueprint. But big guards, if you can have big guards and big wings that can really muck it up and play physical. We know Braden Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, they're tough, they're good, but they are at a size disadvantage. And if they have to work that much harder in a game, it's going to be hard to get clean looks. It's hard to... You know, he lawyer did a really good job attacking Michigan State. Michigan State plays three point guards, and I think that matters a lot for Purdue. So yeah, that really seems like the only. If there is an Achilles heel of Purdue, they're not the biggest team guards. So, I mean, I well, I that is true, but I would say also, I mean, Purdue's inconsistently for inconsistency from the three point line. It's not great. It has been the other one. Um, you know, in the games we've really struggled. You know, that Maryland game, as I said, we were two for 10. We didn't shoot it well against Rutgers. We didn't shoot it well against Nebraska. Right. And those are our closest games and, of course, our one loss. So if, just, if, if they can if they can do better there, I, I'm right. it's very, very tough to beat them. Yeah, it's that was just the first game where they didn't get the looks, which yeah. is more concerning to me because it, yeah, it still true. feels that's a little true. unlucky that in general, everyone on this team has a pedigree to shoot. So mm-hmm. it, it's a little strange they haven't made shots, but as long as they're getting them, I think you're going to feel better than not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. But our final thing, or one last thing before we let you go. Okay. You were co-founder of the IU sucks thing. Yeah. All of that. You've never once told the story. We have podcasted I, for hundreds of hours. I have told this story. And this thing that we have whined about that I hate. I have that told you. I think you, you kind of hate too. No, I don't ever remember you saying. You no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stop you. You're you're mischaracterizing my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't love it at football after the kickoff. <laughs> that I think is just silly and doesn't really make any sense. So at you... football or at basketball, they you know the song "Hail Fire" they used to play. They don't play anymore. Where the students did the dance yeah. and they like yes. put their arms. Yes. That was the song that we put in the IU sucks cheer at the end. And just for IU games or we did it for every game, but there's a reason for it. So we went to your chance to defend yourself. Oh, I I'll defend myself all the time. I even wrote an article about this on (laughs) hammer and rails that you can find. I, we don't read that website though. Right. I knew you were about to say that. Um, so we, when I was vice president of the paint crew, Mm -hmm. they invited, um, a couple of the, the exec board members to go, to uh, a band practice because they wanted like coordinate between the paint crew and the band so that we're all on the same page. And did you make... guys go to the band practice? Yes. All the yes. time? No, 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 no. Okay. Just for one. Just, just one they wanted... Yeah. They wanted to walk us yeah. through like, okay, here's our cues for this. Here's our cues for that. Mm-hmm. And then that way, um, Dylan was the other guy who went with me. He was the secretary at the time. Um, so that him and I could then relay it to everybody. We could put it in the game day sheets. We can make sure everybody was on the same page, which I agree with 100% needs to be done for a student section. Um, and, and we can, you know, be ready to go. So um, they they had us come. 
Dylan and I already hated the Hailfire thing. Like, we thought the dance looked stupid. We thought we looked like idiots. And, like, only a third or maybe less of students did it anyway. Which is the worst of all the looks. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, this is awful. But at the band practice, the band director, um, who was, I think, Max Jones at the time, was like, okay, now here's here's the dance. And so they had, like, they played the song. Dylan and I were just sitting there, like, looking at each other, like, oh, I hate this. And mm-hmm. they had, like, a couple band members, like, okay, and then we do this. And then, ah, and then we flex at the end. And it was, like, it was, like, great, great. Okay. Uh-huh. And so later on, there was a women's basketball game. And we went to it. And if you'll remember, they, Purdue bands used to play Rock and Roll Part 2. Okay. And it was the da 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 da, and then Purdue mm-hmm. students would yell "Ah, you sucks" at that point, ah. and then they stopped playing that because people so were yelling been, "Ah, you sucks." So, so they've been trying to take this away for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So at the women's game, they still played "Rock and Roll Part Two <laughs> okay. because no one yelled "Ah, you sucks." But then one game, it might have even been an IU game a bunch of paint crew people went to the women's game and you were reminded and they played that song and we were like, all right. So we yelled, <laughs> I you sucks during it. And a couple of the people who were in the, the band were like, you can't do that. We're like, and you know, we're idiot college kids. Yeah. So we were like, we can do whatever we want. Oh no. And the, the band director was like, <clears throat> was like, well, we, we won't be able to play that song if you keep doing that. And we're like, Oh really? <laughs> So, so then at that game we put iu sucks into every single song the band played because we were jerks and we uh-huh. were 21 22 years old and so then after that game the next next purdue game purdue men's game we were like dylan and i were like we got to get rid of this dance we get we hate it let's get so iu sucks was planted yeah. to get rid absolutely so it worked just way yes. later well, so we planted like we put it because you know we knew a lot of people in the paint crew so we we're like hey we told this person we told this person we told this person and they're scattered throughout the paint crew uh-huh. and instead of doing the dance we would always just stand up and just put one finger up <laughs> in the and we you were the just, bloodline before the bloodline yeah basically <laughs> so we would just stand up and put one finger in the air and we'd wait and we'd wait. We wouldn't do the dance. We'd just stand up and everybody was like looking at us. And then at the <laughs> end, at the end, they do this, ah. And so we waited for that and then just yelled, ah, you sucks. And then it just like everybody laughed when we did it. And so the next game, because they play the song every game at the exact same right. time, the next game, it was more people did it. And more people and more people until the entire arena was all sheet. And then, like, mm-hmm. to make matters worse, then everybody was doing the dance. No, the dance came back. Because they were like, oh, this is great. It leads into the IU sucks chant. So, like, everybody was doing the dance. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it went on for years. Yeah. Of everybody doing this dance and the whole, like, whole arena was doing it. It took COVID to kill it. But still, like, me and a couple people who were still at Purdue at the time, like when that started, would still just stand up and put one finger in the air and no one knew what we were the doing. Holdouts, yeah. 
Yeah, but then eventually they finally, I think it allegedly, I believe it came from Mitch Daniels that they were like, uh, you gotta stop doing that. And it was right after the it was right after the Matt Harms thing in IU, right? I think it might have been, yeah. I think that was the the kind of catalyst for yeah. We all need to be nice to you. Let's be nicer. But you wanted so (laughs) but you planted this like Yeah. yeah, what 20 years ago, 15? How old are you? <laughs> it was 2007, <laughs> 2008. So it would have been, it would have been 15, 16, 15 years okay. ago. Yeah. So you planted it to get rid of the song. Yeah. The song is gone now. And so is I you suck. So yeah, it, it was a long con and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, now I wanted to come back because it was so the fun song? at the end. I mean, I can deal with the, the dance. The song I think is fine. I have nothing against the song. The song okay. is a lovely song for a band to play. Mm-hmm. We just didn't like the dance. Okay. And then, like I said, it just like it ballooned on us and morphed into this whole thing. And we were like, ah, there's no I, chance I you know. told me this story. Zero I'm pretty chance. sure I have. I'm pretty sure I, I have. There is no way I would have forgot all this. Yeah, well. That's so that's great. Um it, pretty timely. We play IU in like a week and a half. Two yeah, weeks. I think that's right. Um so you you Officially, as a vice president, former vice president um, of the paint crew, are petitioning for IU Sucks to come back. So, I actually one of the one of the folks who's in the paint crew now, like um, uh, one Careful. of the exact board members. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to name names. Careful. Uh, reached out and just wanted to talk about like how we did things back then and like tell them the story. I did <laughs> at least part of it. I don't know how much I can't remember everything I told him, but. And he was like, yeah, apparently they had a meeting to try to like get some stuff back that they'd taken away. And allegedly there was just like a lot of pushback from administration. Mm-hmm. They're like, not going to happen. So he's like, well, you know, we tried, it's, it's not going to work. Um, so it sounds like, it sounds like unless yeah. something, and, and maybe the new president will have a, a softer heart for it. He seems to go to a lot of sporting events. So, you know, he was very pumped. Um, he, very he looked pumped. like he was having a good time. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is too good yep so that's so that's the IU sucks the origination and yep. the origination origin origin, origin I knew I knew it man I was gonna let it go origami or origin that's the origami yeah of the IU sucks. <laughs> um all right is there anything else uh I think we're about ready to wrap this up any uh anything else we're going to Michigan Thursday yeah didn't end well last time you worried no no it's a tough place to play um, their fans are usually pretty rowdy. Uh, their students, at least, I have no expectations. I don't. They, I don't know how to feel. They're it's a football school. Yeah, yeah. Their student section is really close to the court, though. They're right behind the bench uh, for Michigan and and Purdue. Uh, but it's kind of like they have it set up kind of funky. Uh, but it it's a pretty good environment. I like watching games there. Um, I think I've told you that the time I got kicked out of my seat at the Michigan game for, for standing up yes, uh, and cheering. So we talked about that on the podcast, Yeah, but yeah, it's a good place to watch a game. I, I think Purdue should win the game. I, mm-hmm. I mean, Purdue is more talented. I think Edie and Dickinson will be a fun matchup, right? But I think Edie should get the best of it. Um, Dickinson okay. has 10, three pointers made this year to this point, 10 and 20. And he will hit three against, Purdue. he went six and nine against Purdue last yeah. season in two games. Yep. So that'll be interesting. It's going to be fun to see. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, 
for Ledman, I'm Casey. This is a bit of fun little rejoiner of that's right uh, podcast past. Um, definitely go ahead and uh, there's a little button down there. I think it's going to be right here on the right, over here, maybe, maybe over there. It'll be one of these places. It says subscribe, hit it, make those numbers jump. That's right. Uh, and yeah, everyone else just uh, enjoy watching the game on Thursday. Thanks for watching. Roll her up. Baseball.